It's December 1st, 2021. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we've got a full slate of guests on the show today. First up, we're going to have Brian Dote. He's the founder of Tapiki, and he's here to tell us about the Home Project Giving Tree. And of course, we'll have another news guest, uh, David Miyashiro, is going to join us. He's with Hawaii Kids Can, and we'll talk about the uh, Computer Science Ed Week coming up. And then we'll be joined by our friends over at uh, Sultan Ventures. Omar is going to join us a little later on. Malie Sarsona from... Um, uh, the Waimea Herb Herb Company, Todd Pang from uh, Kupuna Care Pear, and of course uh, Eileen from uh, Eileen Steiner from uh, Coco Kai Yogurt, and we're all going to be talking about Accelerate Hawaii Pre-X, and of course Startup Life Life in Hawaii, and we want to get to our news guest right away. So I've got Brian Dote from Tapiki, and he's uh, working on a project called Home Project Giving Tree. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thanks, Bert. Thanks for having me. So, Brian, uh, I, I uh, saw this um, uh, announcement on Instagram. Of course, I, you know, I get all my information from Instagram. And uh, you had mentioned uh, uh, this cool project called Home Project. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Um, the Home Project is a free medical clinic, and it was started way back in 2005 by Dr. Joe Omori. And it's a, it's a combination of medical students from the John A. Burns School of Medicine here at the University of Hawaii, and the homeless population. And what they do is they have free clinics for the homeless population throughout the island. Um, and it's done by the students uh, and volunteer doctors and some other uh, medical volunteers. So the homeless, they, they're receiving uh, six days a week, they're receiving medical care. And the students of JABSOM are receiving some pretty amazing edu- uh, educational experiences. Oh, that's cool. So uh, it's it's not only a you know giving of of gifts. I mean, it's giving of some health services. Yeah, actually, the giving of gifts is is not the main focus. It's the um, six days a week at nine sites across Oahu. There's free medical services for the homeless population. Um, but in addition to that, there's the giving tree. There's also um, there was a Halloween event recently. School supply drives and some other kind of great things for the homeless community. Mm-hmm. And and your role in this, uh, I, I know you mentioned uh, the the students over at Jabsom, uh, is uh, you've you've actually kind of created the the front end website for this activity. That's correct. You, you know me, Bert. Uh, if it comes to the internet and the web, I raise my hand. And so, <laughs> uh, basically, basically, I I help by creating a website whereby folks can select wish lists from the list of uh, wish lists that were aggregated across all the different locations. Mm-hmm. And you can choose which wish list you'd like to reserve for yourself, um, select it, and then you get an email with what's in the wish list. Because basically what happens is after selecting a wish list, you, you bring and drop off the items that you purchased um, to the, the, the UH Med School here in Kaka'ako. They have a giving tree section, and you can drop off the unwrapped items uh, there. So you go to the website, the homeprojectgivingtree.com, select ones that you feel like you can donate to or go out and purchase for. Um, You get an email with a recipient ID. Then you just label the package that you drop off to um, Jabsom with that recipient ID. And and the idea being that you don't wrap the gift so that they know what what it is uh, and they can see it because they're going to do the distribution, Mm -hmm. uh, they being the home project. 
So that's yeah. pretty much how it works. Um, items need to be new within 20 to the $40 price range. And some of the wish list items are, are pretty pretty straightforward. Um, you know, butane stoves, uh, the butane to light them, flashlights, mm-hmm. toilet paper. And others are clearly, you know, kids that have wish lists that are uh, items that you'd expect for Christmas, um, toys and, and educational toys or clothing. Um, I see like Minnie Mouse, mm-hmm. Paw Patrol and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty heartwarming to see what they want and be able to fulfill that wish for a child during Christmas. In terms of the wish list, can you specify which uh, camp gets gets the item that you've provided? Actually, what we've done is we've, um, we haven't done it that way. We've hidden, obviously, the names of the folks just for privacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all we show is age and gender. So it's not broken out by um, the individual shelters. It's really just a list of, say, you know, a, a two-year-old female, and she wants Scooby-Doo stuff Got or uh, an adult female that wants a Roth gift card, et cetera. Yeah, and then, and then you leave it to the uh, organizers to actually do the distribution of all the uh, gifts that exactly. come in. Oh, great, exactly. great. Okay. And the Jab some students uh, assist with that as well. So it's a, it's a pretty all-around amazing event. So, Brian, is there a deadline for, for this activity? Yeah. Um, so we started about a week ago. Thanks, thankfully, you saw it on Instagram because all of the gifts need to be dropped off by, uh, by the 15th of December so that there's enough time to sort, organize, package, and, and deliver. So the 15th of December is the last day to drop off the, um, the unwrapped gift. Okay, great. And then uh, where can people find out about the uh, Home Project? Yeah, so the Giving Tree is located at homeprojectgivingtree.com. But the parent organization, the Home Project itself, the website is hawaiihomeproject.org. Okay, great. I'll put that up on our show notes. Brian, awesome. mahalo. And then, uh, Thank you, Bert. Yeah, I'll go check that out later on. And, of course, uh, next up we have uh, David Miyashiro. David is with the Hawaii Kids Can and very involved with uh, education here in Hawaii. And, David, welcome to the show. What's happening? What's happening uh, coming up uh, next week? Hey, Bert. Always good to be here. So this is one of my favorite times of the year. Nestled right in between Thanksgiving and Christmas is Computer Science Education Week. It's a week-long of fun learning for kids of all ages and families. I love it. That's great. So what, you know, besides uh, having people like you and me <laughs> kick it off on, on Monday, uh, what are some of the activities that are taking place uh, throughout the course of the week? Uh, this year is going to be awesome. There's at least a couple of events every single day, all virtual. Um, so You can participate no matter where you are, but it's a whole range of cool things, including um, dance parties, so kids and their families can actually get up and code and dance. There's virtual reality, augmented reality. Um, There's some cool games in here through things like Minecraft um, and time travel, (laughs) saving the forest with STEM work. So there's something for everybody. I think uh, you really can't go wrong. That's great. And and, uh, uh, we've um, got uh, some some kind of uh, government recognition of this, right? This is super exciting. So Governor Ige uh, has actually officially recognized uh, between December 6th through 12th as Computer Science Education Week here in Hawaii. So that's a big, you know, big alignment with uh, the things that he's been focusing on in terms of Hawaii 2.0 and a digital economy. So it all starts here. It starts with Keiki, you know, in, in elementary school, dancing and doing coding at the same time. Well, that's great. And, and uh, you know, I think you've done quite a bit of work to get computer science really established uh, through policy from K through 12. So, 
of course, you know, we've uh, talked about computer science as well as uh, the work that uh, we're all doing in this area of digital literacy. And I think this is a great uh, event to kind of bring attention to all the activities and, and the benefits, I think, that uh, Hawaii kids, Hawaii kids can, can realize if they get involved with this uh, technology. I think it's, it's exciting, you know, and I think what, what people don't realize is that a lot of these programs, you know, it's not dry, it's not boring, you know, it's, there's a lot of physical movement and energy and creativity. So, you know, I really encourage kids who might not think that this is something they'd be into um, to give it a try. I think uh, especially for trying to get more women and girls into the industry, mm-hmm. um, to get more Native Hawaiians and Pacific Islanders and other under, underrepresented groups. This is where it starts, right? Just trying something new and really seeing that this is a lot more fun than I think people think. Well, it's great to have you on, David. And uh, where can people find out about Computer Science Education Week? So the easiest thing is if you go right now to Hawaii Kids Can, Mm -hmm. uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. The top post of the day is a listing to all the events happening for CS Ed Week. So go on now. It's at Hawaii Kids Can. C-A-N, and you can find all of those events. Very good. Mahalo, David, for joining us. Thanks, Bert. Happy holidays. Thank you. And, of course, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Omar Sultan from Sultan Ventures, Malia Sarsona, co-founder of Waimea Herb Company, Todd Pang, founder of the Kupuna Care Pair, and Aline uh, Steiner from uh, Coco Kai Yogurt. Of course, this is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bike Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Honolulu Waldorf School. Welcome back to Bike Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. And of course, I'm happy to welcome Omar Sultan back uh, to the show. <laughs> and of course, he's with Sultan Ventures and Accelerate Hawaii. And, of course, we got uh, Malia Sarsona, co-founder of Waimea Herb Company, Todd Pang, founder of the Kupuna Care Pair, and, of course, uh, Aline Steiner, Coco Kai Yogurt. And, of course, we're here to talk about Accelerate Hawaii and the Pre-Ex program. Welcome, everybody, to Bite Marks Cafe. Thanks, Bert. Awesome to be on here. Thank you. Almost Almost thought I wasn't going to be able to make it. Well, you know, you called in last, so we, you know, ran out of phone lines, so we had to wait for somebody to drop off. So Omar, I told I told all your guests to uh, to give you a ribbing, you know, because everybody called in early. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm oh, glad right. I'm glad you're on. And Omar, I want to give you the first uh, uh, rights to kind of share, and, and we've had you on before about you know Accelerate Hawaii and Prex, but kind of give yep. us a, a quick rundown on what the Prex program is all about. Sure. So the Pre-X program is an investment readiness and completely virtual program here in Hawaii, and it's for any small business owner, entrepreneur, startup founder who wants to take their business to the next level, right? And so we've had participants from all of the islands, from multiple sectors. We are stage and sector agnostic, which means, you know, it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you're a more mature company making six or seven figures. You know, we've got the support network and the resources to help you get to that next level and uh, continue to expand your business, whether that be funding or customers or expanding beyond Hawaii. Yeah, no, that's great. And and uh, we have a pretty good representation of some of the companies that have gone through the Pre-Ex program. And I want to give them each a chance to share a little bit about what their company does. And 
Uh, I, I'll just kind of go through the rundown here, and, and we'll start with uh, Malie, and she's the co-founder of Waimea Herb Company, and we'll start with her. And, and so, Malie, tell us, what is it that uh, you guys do? Hi, yes. Um, so we are a family company, and we provide locally grown, harvested, and handmade herbal and black teas. Um, yeah, and we're located right in Waimea on the Big Island. Oh, that's great! And and how did you how did you find out about the uh, pre ex program? So it was through one of my mentors. Um, she talked about Omar and sang their praises. And of <laughs> course, um, I, being a baby business person at the time, I was like, "Yes, I'll take anything I can get." Oh, that's great! Okay, so. Uh, we've got a herb company, and, and Todd Pang, you, you have a company called Kupuna Care Pair. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Kupuna Care Pair is an online marketplace. Uh, basically, you know, I created it to help families save time when they're rushing to find elderly care, which is a really difficult process for a lot of people. And so it, the marketplace just makes it easier to compare and communicate with facilities uh, so they can sail above the silver tsunami, is, is what I like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's I, I've been in the elderly care industry for the last 10 years, running a care home myself. And the genesis of the um, company basically was from families and facilities that I met that were both struggling to match with each other. So they'd have a difficult time. Uh, families would have a difficult time finding vacancies, and facilities actually have a pretty difficult time filling their vacancies. So um, that's how the the programs. I mean, the uh, company started, and then I sought out Accelerate and Prex to really push me through to the next step. Oh, that's great! That's great. And then, uh, not to not to forget uh, Aline, who's uh, part of a company, a CEO of a company called Coco Kai Yogurt, and that sounds interesting. I I didn't realize there was a yogurt company over in <laughs> Coco Kai, but uh, so tell us. Aline, what is uh, what is uh, Coco Kai yogurt all about? Well, thank you, Bert. Um, well, Coco Kai, we're the only yogurt made in Hawaii, <clears throat> and it happens to be non-dairy with a growing prevalence of lactose intolerance and plant-based diets. So I kind of decided to, I wanted to do my own brand and my own yogurt. I've been in the food industry for a long time, mm-hmm. just because after going plant-based, most of the time, for in the past couple of years, I realized the choices out there were very limiting and not great tasting, not what I would want to eat. So um, Kokokai was born uh, out of the COVID shutdowns, and it kind of grew from nothing to something. And um, we are in the process of scaling and, you know, planning uh, the, the next two, three years and uh, pre-ex gave us the, the tools to kind of analyze our business and dig in and peel the onion back and mm-hmm. just uh, look through, you know, the possibilities and if we were even a viable business. So that was uh, that was a wonderful experience. A lot of hard work, though. So, Aline, we're, we're, uh, on, are you on Oahu somewhere? Yes, we are. We have a small manufacturer in Kaka'ako, and uh, we distribute uh, throughout the state of Hawaii right now through major supermarkets such as uh, Foodland and Whole Foods, Down to Earth. We also do uh, farmer's markets uh, once a week 
in Qatar. No, so. oh, great. Now yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put Omar on the spot here. Omar, so <laughs> as you have uh, evaluated probably hundreds of companies uh, that that apply to the uh, pre-ex program, what is it that you saw in each one of these that you wanted to have them be a part of the uh, cohort? And of course, uh, there's different cohorts. So I think, I think uh, first off, I think uh, Malia was part of cohort one, right? And Todd and and Aline were part of uh, cohort two. But uh, Omar, sure. what's the what's the uh, what the what secret sauce did you see in each of these companies? Well, as you can see, each one of the companies is in a different sector, and you know we're at different stages as they were coming through the program. We really look for entrepreneurs who care about Hawaii, right? Um, who want to make Hawaii a better place for the communities who are developing products that are are good for Hawaii and who really care about the businesses that they're in. They're not in they're not creating businesses just to make a buck and to to scale out scale up and like grow down if you will. They're really doing it in a way that is, is very caring and wanting to create um, a future Hawaii that's abundant uh, and prosperous. So each one of these founders, I mean, if you get a chance to talk to them longer than this interview, you'll see that in them. They really care about the products that they're making. They're trying to make it as high quality as possible. They're really just kind of trying to improve our lives, you know. So, you know, Bert, I don't know how far you are from a Kapuna Care home. But, uh, <laughs> well, I'm, you'll be I'm, able to I'm, sip I'm, your herbal tea <laughs> and eat your coconut yogurt that's lactose-free. And yeah, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm in a Kapuna Care home already. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. That, so that's a good. That's a good chance for uh, Todd. Todd, you know, when you looked at uh, creating this company and and uh, going through the challenges of of a startup business, uh, what did you seek to learn through going uh, through the pre-ex program? Yeah, right. I I think the main thing is, you know, as a single entrepreneur, um, I'm I'm the founder, and and I don't have any partners. I was really looking for some some reality check, I think, on, on my own biases and, and specifically from, you know, Sultan Ventures and Accelerate, they're obviously real, they're pros at that. So uh, helping me to get out of my confirmation bias that, hey, I got such a great idea mm-hmm. <laughs> was the first start. Um, the other things that I was looking for were it was kind of like a, a framework for, for entrepreneurship. You know, I mean, I, I have experience running a, a small business. But I, I'm not an entrepreneur uh, previously, so I, I was hoping to kind of get that. And, and they, of course, delivered on that and much more. Um, the, the other thing that I think was really neat, and I didn't, I didn't think about it at first, but like what uh, Omar was saying about the sector agnostic, you know, it, it, like being a software company, I, I kind of easily think, oh, what am I going to be doing with a yogurt company and an herb company? But mm-hmm. that diversity has actually been really helpful um, because, you know, we're sharing tips on the cohort even after the program's done. And um, it, it it was way more valuable than I had initially thought of. Yeah, and, and uh, I take it, um, Aline, you were part of Todd's cohort, right? What, That's can, correct. Can you describe maybe a typical... A session because I know this is a, a really fast, intensive, like four weeks. But in in any particular day, what would be taking place? Well, we had um, uh, three live sessions um, per week, and that would be about two hours um, each. And the first two during the week, we had guests lecturing about you know different subjects in the business 
uh, and financial or uh, branding. Um, and then our last uh, session of the week will be just our group, which included about 25 or so people. And we would discuss the week and uh, share our experiences, what we learn, what our struggles, and, you know, talk about the assignments and, and um get to know each business a little bit better and dig through. And every week we just, you know, peel another layer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, beyond beyond the session itself, a lot of work in the background um, would go on, lots of assignments, and uh, we were paired in groups of three um, in companies that we would also have our own little group session and work on assignments together. Oh, that's great. And then, you know, I do want to uh, kind of get uh, an, an idea from uh, Malie, what, uh, what, what is life like after the Pre-X program? Because I think you've had uh, enough time from the cohort, uh, cohort one to, to realize uh, that. So I want to kind of hold that thought. We'll be right back after this uh, short break to continue our conversation with Omar Sultan, Malia Sarsona, Todd Pang, and Aline Steiner. Of course, this is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Ulupono Initiative. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lam, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Omar Sultan from Sultan Ventures, Malie Sarsona, co-founder of uh, Waimea Herb Company, and Todd Pang. Todd Pang, a founder of Kupuna Care Pair, and Aline Steiner, CEO of Coco Kai Yogurt. And of course, we're talking about the Pre-X program and startup life in Hawaii. And right before the break, you know, I wanted to uh, talk to um, Malia about. What is life like after the uh, pre-ex program? And and since you were part of cohort one, I mean, it, you know, you've had some time to kind of really uh, take some of those lessons and and put it to use. What what was um what is life like, Mali, after pre-ex? Yeah. So, I mean, when we first entered the pre-ex program, um, I think Omar guys saw this. Um, we had a mission, we had a vision, a whole lot of grit, but no tools, you know, in our tool belt. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. And so that's going through the program. We we got those tools. We got a network. We got support um, during the program and even after. If I needed something or I needed to be connected with someone, I'm totally comfortable with calling up Omar and be like, hey, you know, can you help me get connected? Like, what do you think? Even if I need, like, feedback. Um, so it doesn't end after pre-ex, uh, which is amazing. It is, like, it, it's just amazing to have that kind of support. Um, but we are going. We um, have been able to expand and also bring up some of the people around us in our community, you know, spreading that information and helping them along the way and be like, hey, you know, so-and-so taught me this from Prius program. Um, and even in our community, uh, we do a farmer's market. And the neighbor next to us, she was asking uh, for help. And so we're like, you know what? I know exactly who we need to go to. So then she was end up, uh, she ended up, 
part of cohort two. Well, that's great. Um, but yeah, it is. It is such an amazing. It's more of a community more than a program, mm-hmm. and that's what I really, really appreciate about it. So, cohort one. When did that take place? Cohort one was um, June last year, twenty twenty. Okay, so it's been it's been uh, more than a year then. So, Malia, you've been you've been at this for for a, a better part of a year. So you speak speak from experience. I, I want to ask Todd. I mean, Todd, uh, uh, the the cohort two uh, just ended, and what do you what do you plan to put to use? Uh, you know, on day one. Yeah, well, um, I I was putting I I was working on my my company for quite a while before I did the program, but um, today is actually an auspicious day for me because I just launched the marketplace oh, <laughs> today great. officially Ooh. to the public. Congrats! Um, but you know, it, hey. it it's been really about gaining traction, and that's what I've. You know, that's kind of what was drilled into our head. Um, traction trumps all in terms of getting people on board and, and buying the product. Even, you know, as a software company, it's so easy to want to build and build and build. And, and I, um, from uh, Omar and, and his team, you know, I really learned that it's better to just start going with it and running and, and trying it out. And if it fails, then it's better to know up front. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was hugely valuable for me. Wait, great. That's uh, so today's uh, the the launch. That's just, you know, I love it when we, we got break a company launch on the show. Yeah, right? break news here. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank so, you. Aline, uh for yeah. for you coming out of cohort 2, uh what's the what's the first thing out of the gate that you're going to actually apply uh as a result of prex? <laughs> it's already done. Uh Bert, at, uh committed to expansion and invested in uh, what I wanted to invest in. <laughs> and in terms of what uh, your next uh, phase of growth, I know you said you That's wanted correct. to expand. So you're in Kakako. What's uh, what's part of that expansion plan? Um, we invested in a bottling line that would um, allow us to be more productive and uh, turn out more volume and um, save on um, labor <laughs> and time, and that was very and you know, kind of impairing me for the better part of this year. And I, I, I knew I wanted to do this, but I needed to go through the program to tell me, I mean, to teach me mm-hmm. how to look through the business. Um, it is it scalable? Is it worth it? Um, so yeah, no, that's that's yeah. good to we have. We made that decision. Yeah, to have uh, 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 folks like uh, Omar, you know, on on your side to kind of give you the right uh, support uh, infrastructure and mechanism to have those decisions be a little bit more uh, easy easier to take. Now, Omar, so you're you're done with the cohort two. What's the plan for cohort three? So we're active, actively recruiting for cohort three now. So anyone that's interested, uh, we were initially. Um, planning on launching the cohort about mid-December, but we heard back from a lot of the applicants and the interviews that we're doing that it's a tricky time because it's yeah. the holidays and, you know, the market's sort of opening back up, so to speak. And so we're actually shifting it to a to a January, mid-January launch date. Sounds uh, so good. So right now we're actively recruiting, interviewing, meeting a whole bunch of awesome entrepreneurs and companies here in Hawaii across the island, and we're just really excited about continuing to expand the community. So, Omar, in the last 15 seconds, uh, where can people find out more about Accelerate, uh, HI, and Prex, and, of course, the companies that have just been featured on the show? 
can go to AccelerateHawaii.com. That's X-L-R-8-H-I.com. And all of the latest information will be up there, including the company. Sounds good. Omar Sultan from Accelerate Hawaii. Malie Sarsona, co-founder of Waimea Herb Company. Todd Pang, found, co-founder or founder of the Kupuna Care Pair. And um, Aline Steiner, CEO of Coco Kai Yogurt. I want to thank them all for joining us today. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we will consult our gadget geeks on the season gift suggestions. And of course, if you miss any part of this, this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you uh, have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google, Podcast, and Stitcher. You stay awesome and safe, of course. And of course, you will see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you.